Hi, all. I'm back. I'm here. I'm queer. And I would really like to drown my sorrows in beer. But I guess I'll just settle for this homemade kombucha that Elliot made. Oh, what, oh, what the fuck? This is the After Disaster Broadcast, created by J.J. Ranvier. Hello, fellow survivors. An update. We're still traveling on the highway, still headed toward Chicago with an eye on our backs and and oh god. Okay, this this is hard. Even harder than I thought it would be getting trying to get back into the swing of things. It's it's been a while since I've done, like, a full broadcast. We're not going to count the NyQuil incident, or what Elliot calls Joe's bizarre misadventure. It's just... Okay. Here it is. I've been... depressed! Ta-da! So I just haven't felt up to it. And even when I have, every time I've gotten the the urge to broadcast, something has happened that's distracted me. Like, we've been finding particularly gross corpses, which we've been finding a lot more of lately. Or we we have to run and hide for shelter because of a random freak storm, which we've been having to do a lot more of lately. And, and, And those are the only reasons I'm depressed. No other reasons whatsoever. Oh, hi, Joe. Oh, um, hi, Elliot. You're on your radio. Yay! I'm... trying? Oh, well, can I try and take you on an adventure? Things aren't adventurous enough. Like, I know the endless highway can be monotonous, but with the occasional men trying to murder us, how's that? No, no, this is gonna be better. This is gonna be an adventure of the mind. Oh, I know what we're... Going to the library! Oh, sorry, I just got excited. Well... It was an adventure. And the positive outcome was now I have something to talk about besides my feelings, which I always like. The negative... Well... It was a dumpster fire... Literally, like the correct use of the word literally. Like, a trip to the library with Elliot isn't exactly a rare and special occasion, more of a bi-weekly occurrence. Though, don't tell Elliot that. Every library is special to them. But, this was a library trip for me to cheer me up. So, I did appreciate that they managed to find a place in the middle of hell, I mean, Ohio... Though they could probably find a library in a federal building stack. Not that that's a saying, but anyway, anyway. The place they found was fine. Small. Some selections were better than others. 
But I did end up actually finding and keeping a book about the super volcano. Nonfiction, I think. And Elliot grabbed me a bunch of books that were in Spanish, which I haven't read in a while, but they were all about war. Lots of bad, unnecessary killing. And and then when that didn't work out, I actually did end up having my first laugh of the day when Elliot started reading the English to Latin dictionary for me. I don't think, actually, though, it was meant to be comedic, but but the, the look on their face every time they found a new word and and, and their struggle, it, it, did, it did make me giggle. But I crashed after that. I, I became too despondent and lifeless to even turn pages, and Ellie got sick of turning the pages and then faking enthusiasm about it, so we left the library. Or at least tried to leave the library because Elliot spotted a dumpster and got excited and then I got worried that we had been secretly traveling with a dumpster diving freegan vegan this whole time and had no idea and then they explained themselves that actually a lot of libraries have to unfortunately throw out books to save space for books people are actually checking out, but that doesn't mean these books are bad, so there might actually be something good in the dumpster. And right after they explained that, and before I could stop them, they were pulling out their flashlight and climbing up the side of it. And that's when it happened. They dropped their flashlight into the dumpster. Not a big deal. It broke. Kind of a big deal. And it started a fire. Yeah, there was something good in that dumpster, something good and flammable. And just when Elliot was trying to fast walk away from the actual factual dumpster fire they had started, that's when Jihun and Scout showed up to pick us up. And June was half confused, half staring at the dumpster like she could put it out with her eyes, and and Scout just cackled and said, oh, I do love a good dumpster fire, and then stopped when Elliot looked like they were about to cry out of embarrassment. But thinking back on all of it now, it, it when I was standing in the, the glow of the dumpster fire, I did feel just a little bit better from my friends trying to cheer me up. Personal update? We're getting ready to leave the place where we stayed the night, and it's official. The little burst of joy I felt from a friend trying to help me feel better has already faded. Couldn't sleep at all last night because of it. Or might have been it, or might have been Scout was snoring, or... Or the fact that I made the mistake of trying to read the volcano book to get my mind off things... And it, 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 it's not good for that. <laughs> it's just a reminder of how things are currently and how things are going to get just that much worse. Not that also I have anything to, to need to keep my mind off things. I'm, I'm just depressed because of the usual end of the world stuff. That's all that's going on. <laughs> Hello, chicken. Uh, yes, Scout? Joe, I'm worried about you. We witnessed in front of God and everybody an actual dumpster fire. Oh my God, that was funny. And you're still looking bluer than a ripe blueberry. 
I'm sorry, I think. Don't be. It reminded me of that time my cousin and I saw my mama just as sad as a sack in the sun on her anniversary because my daddy had to be away the whole time, and so we decided to make her a carnival in our backyard. But we couldn't afford to rent no roller coasters or no midway games because my allowance was only a dollar. So we made our own midway in the backyard, got all creative. We saved all these Mountain Dew bottles. We were supposed to turn them in for recycling, but instead we made a game out of them. We'd throw apples out. If you knock them all down, you win a chicken. It was so funny. And then for the rides, we tied, we tied jump ropes to our skateboards and just pulled Mom around the patio. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that sounds fun, but dangerous. Oh, yeah, but the danger is what makes it fun. And what made Willie and Billy both break a leg each when they rode the swingamajig and it broke. But they had one good pair of legs when you can bind them. I... So, I wish I had time to do a proper carnival, but I did find a playground and... Location update? Alright, alright. This is pretty fucking cool. And fun! I told ya! Okay, she did say it. It, it. it is, I am having fun. And also fearing for my life, though normally I'm just fearing for my life, so I guess it's an improvement. Scout and her axe and her can-do and can-destroy attitude did a number on this place. She took all three slides and attached them into one mega-slide, or as she calls it, Goliath the Slide, and she made me go down it in a cardboard box that she had found and also insisted on making a clunk-clunk-clunk roller coaster wind-up sound when I went up the climbing net to get to the top of the now ten-foot slide. Yeah, the, the danger is what makes it fun. There she goes. Oof. I truly wonder how long that is going to stay together. The roller coaster and the box. Oh, there's actually, um, two other rides besides Goliath. The slide. The slide. There's a merry-go-round? Scout spinning me really fast on the spinner thing while saying, Don't puke, don't puke, don't puke. And a water slide. A black water slide with a tube that wasn't originally black. I'm just gonna say no thank. Wow, okay, Scout's... Really going back down Goliath. The slide! Again, Woo! I'm surprised that... Scout? Scout? Oh my god, Scout! Bees! Bees! No! Worse! Wasps! What the f- Calling all those on this frequency. Calling all those on this frequency. We have a woman down. I repeat, a woman down. We are near the station and looking for local medical care. She has been in an accident. She has been stung very badly. Update. How in the fuck did this happen? All of this happened. I mean, Scout hit the tree with the wasp nest. Not me. Though Scout also hid underneath a box. Not me. But still, why is all... Maybe it's karma. Not that I did anything recently that would warrant me to have this level of karma. Uh, but, uh, oh god, what if I'm just destined to, to die at the hand of my friend's kindness? Okay, well, Gian said I'm gonna live, but... but Still, everything hurts! Why does friendship hurt? 
Okay. Update. I'm still really in pain. Still supposedly not gonna die, but we just want to double check and get a doctor. And thankfully, we're gonna find a real doctor. I love Elliot, but there's so many things I'd rather do than go hiking and see if there's any good healing crystals. June just walked into the local city and found the nearest doctor she could find. That's the good news, that she found someone. The bad news is that he charges. Like, I get it. It's the end of the world. You have a valuable skill, and no one appreciates the healer until someone in the party is dying. But... His fee. The dude wants... Water. Not for us to help him filter water. He wants... Bottled water. And he said that if you want extra good care, you can get one of those square bottles. It's the end of the world, and the guy wants Fiji! update, because I can't believe there's more news. She managed to dig to the bottom of our carts and find one of those tiny, tiny globe water bottles. Not much, but hey, at least it's a funny shape, right? Well, apparently when she handed it to the guy, he was so shocked he looked like she handed him a grenade. But instead of saying thank you and now I will take care of your friend, he said his fee has changed. And now he wants a lemon for the water. An organic lemon. How can you tell? Oh god. Oh, my body hurts. <sighs> Update. I'm really, really not feeling good. I've been close to passing out from pain all day. And here I am being melodramatic, but just in case this is my last ever update, I just wanted to say that I died because this butthole of a doctor asked for a large, dark roast coffee, and if we had any coffee, Jihoon would have already drank it already, you stoop. Oh, okay. Well, that was what I had left of my energy. Joe, are you conscious? What? We found you a competent doctor. A good one. But she's having you rest for right now, so drink lots of fluids. The usual. <laughs> fluids. Joe, we need to talk. Oh no, are you breaking up with me? <laughs> Seriously, that phrase is scary. Please don't do that. Is there a better phrase? We should have a... chat? A friendly, not scary chit-chat? A conversation majig? A do-talky-walky-hockey-jitty-chat-bang-bang? Um... You still there? I was making sure you were finished.
I'm gonna make a rare offer. I'm gonna tell you the story of how I got my call sign. And if you tell the others, I'll make you wish you got stung by a hundred wasps. Oh, fuck. It was when I was starting out. I was patrolling a no-fly zone. Before that, most of the flights I did were just supply drops. Simple. This patrol was not. An enemy plane entered the no-fly zone and would not leave. But he wasn't attacking either. I was ordered to shoot him down, but I hesitated. A lot. I heard cleared to kill three separate times. It took me far too long to finally fire a missile at that plane. I watched the tail and nose break off before the rest of the fireball. I didn't see anyone eject. Joe, that was my first kill. Not my last one, but the one I remember best. That guy Connor, he was your first. Yeah. Joe, if you had hesitated, he would have killed me. If you hadn't killed him, they would still be chasing us. I know. You'll come to accept you did what you had to, even if it was an accident. Like I had to come to accept that killing that fellow pilot saved me and my wingmen and others. It's, I don't know how it is for you, but it's, it's like a cycle for me. Like most days I feel terrible about it. I, I can still imagine it perfectly. Others I feel numb, but the worst are actually the days where I feel guilty about almost feeling good about it. Oh, that's fucked. <laughs> are you serious? I said almost. Gee? I'm always serious. Completely serious. Now you're just... Wait. You didn't actually say, what was your call sign? Salt. For slow ass little twat. Whoa. Better than the other woman in our squadron. Hers was bugs. Boobs under G-suit. <laughs> Ooh, okay, oh boy. Look, Joe, I know the others can't quite understand. So if you ever need to have a ch ch chit-chat, let me know. Hello, fellow survivors. Personal update, so you don't worry about me too much. Not dead! Yet. Because you can't die of just a hundred wasp stings. And actually, the treatment for that is, if you're not allergic, you just get soaked in cold water to reduce the swelling. That's it. Ugh.
And thankfully you can't die of complicated feelings. Because the treatment for that one is... On one hand, I, I now have someone to talk to about all those complicated feelings. Which is my favorite thing to do, talking. But on the other hand... Ow. The still recovering hand. It means talking to someone who did things for the U.S. military. And I'm, I'm happy for Jian's skills, but I'm not happy for the organization that gave them to her. And I'm just going to need some more time to think about all this. Oh, God, I really do need to rest. But okay, okay, one, one last complicated feeling before I really try to. The other thing that's been on my mind now... Uh, with all the time I've been trying not to think about the accidental killing of Connor. I've been trying to rest recently, and while I've been resting, I've been reading the volcano book that I got, which is not at all restful, but reading it, it's helping explain a lot of things, and helping me realize that there's a lot of things that we haven't even encountered yet, or things that we've been encountering now, like worse weather and, and more and more bodies. And it's it's really freaking me out how many diseases you can get from volcanic ash. And after this whole doctor incident, I'm I'm really worried if we end up getting sick or or if even one of us gets sick. Like really, really sick. Like what are we gonna Oh, 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 I, I really shouldn't, oh, I should rest, but I really do miss Dave, so. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Yes. Thank you for listening to the After Disaster broadcast. This was written and produced by J.J. Ronvier. Thank you to the Nerdalogs for mentoring us and to Cards Against Humanity for letting us use their space. The voice of Joe Prendergast is J.J. Ronvier. The voice of Scout is C.G. Farmer. The voice of the artist is Pearl Paramadaluk. The voice of Jihun is Bonnie Fawn. The voice of Elliot is J.D. Lee. The outro person is me, Caitlin Robb. Our audio editor is Rory Strawn-Mock. Enjoyed the podcast? So did we. Subscribe to keep listening to us and leave us a nice review on iTunes. It really helps. Seriously, thanks to you all, we are now back at five stars on iTunes. In return, email us at theafterdisasterbroadcast at gmail.com that you did, and we will send you one of our rad stickers as a thank you. Even if you're international, we have international stamps now. Either way, we're bribing you. To support Joe and her journey to Chicago, please check us out at patreon.com slash theafterdisasterbroadcast where you can support us and get bonus mini-episodes. For more on the broadcast and surviving the apocalypse, check us out on Twitter at AfterDisasterBC or on any media that makes you feel social in this wasteland. And now, we leave you with this. Survival tip 
please note the difference between involuntary manslaughter and voluntary manslaughter. One is manslaughter, and the other is just a fancy way of saying murder. This podcast has been produced in association with the Nerdalogs. To find out more about the Nerdalogs and their shows, visit www.nerdalogs.com or facebook.com slash nerdalogs. Thanks for listening.